It is KOVE, the Today in the 10 show and the County 10 podcast. I'm Jared Anderson. We're pleased to uh, welcome to the studio now the Riverton City Administrator. I want to say Public Works Director, but you are the City Administrator now. Kyle Butterfield is with us. Uh, Kyle, thanks so much for being here this morning. How are you? I'm good. Glad to be here. And I hate to admit it, but uh, the first few times I was changing the voicemail, my new phone, I would list myself as public works director and have to re-record it. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't blame you at all there. Uh, how long has it been since you've uh, taken over the role, uh, the, the new role? Since August. August, okay. So it has been a while. You've had the opportunity to settle into it. Uh, what's been kind of the biggest transition? You know, uh, the nice thing is I was familiar with the city. I was familiar with the people, the departments, the budget. But being familiar with it is very different than overseeing it. Mm -hmm. And um, I've enjoyed the opportunity to learn more about um, the departments that I worked adjacent to, but now um, I supervise. So learning more about the police department, community development, uh, finance administration um, has been fun. And uh, it's probably taken the the majority of my time just because I want to make sure that I'm representing those departments as well as the public works department. And I knew when I took the job that I'd have to be careful to not be the public works director doing the administrator job. Mm, yeah. Um, people would even ask me, well, geez, why didn't you just keep your old office? And I thought, well, that doesn't make a lot of sense. Um, even changing the physical space is important because I didn't want people coming to the public works office sure. to talk about city matters. And so I'm very cognizant of that. I'm I'm grateful that I have that background. Uh, Public Works is the largest department within the city. It has the most employees. But there are so many other operations and functions that the city gets involved in that um, I've enjoyed learning more about. Sure. Uh, Kind of backing up to your earlier life was serving the community and kind of a role in government or at least uh, service on your radar pretty early in life, or did that come about later? You know, um, Kind of early in life, I would suppose. I I fell into government work, to be quite honest. But uh, I remember having a conversation in my teens and thinking, gosh, you know, wherever I end up in life, I want to be involved in my community. Um, This was a conversation I was having with friends. And maybe that came from examples I saw in my family. Um, Ironically, I'm from Riverton, Utah. Mm -hmm. And my grandfather started a business there, was heavily involved in the town, the irrigation districts, um, shoot his pictures on the wall at Riverton City Hall in Utah. (laughs) And I I just remember seeing how that worked and influenced our family. And um, I don't know, I I was drawn to it, I suppose, when I was younger. Um, I landed in government mostly because I had the right conversation with the right person at the right time. Sure. Uh, I was looking for a job. I was hired as an intern. That was in 2015. And what was supposed to be a summer gig really turned into a career. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. Uh, You just made me flash back. We've done some medical things recently in Riverton, Utah, and everybody uh, on every form we fill out says, oh, you missed uh, Utah on the box. You went Riverton, Wyoming. But nope, there uh, there is another uh, Riverton not far from us. Uh, So we talked about kind of the the role uh, change for you. Uh, What how does that change your day to day a little bit? Do you work a lot more uh, side by side with Mayor Hancock or how does that uh, go for you today? day to day absolutely so i think my primary job is to represent the will of the council and uh, particularly mayor hancock and previously mayor guard Um, the city administrator is uh, interesting from an organizational standpoint i kind of see myself this is weird to say but it's, it's like an hourglass position in the sense that there are elected officials that i need to work with and ensure that i'm implementing their desire Mm -hmm. And then I've got employees that work beneath me, and I need to make sure I'm representing um, their professional opinions and their desires and their work ethic to the elected officials. And so I'm kind of that pinch point. That sounds maybe the wrong term, but maybe an hourglass visual in the sense that um, I need to do the job of representing both entities. Sure. And uh, Mayor Hancock and I... Shoot, we probably speak every single day, if not text, several times. And I know he's engaged with the other elected officials. So he, he'll hear from the community. He'll hear from other elected officials. And they will call me up and say, Kyle, we need to make this work. How do we make it work? Mm-hmm. And then I get to be with the department heads and say, all right, guys, this is something we need to do. How do we make this happen? Yeah. Uh, it's such an interesting position, and I don't envy it at all because uh, it seems like no matter what you do, even if it's seemingly positive for the community, there's always got to be pushback from someone. But uh, how do you deal with that being kind of in the public eye and and always having a critic kind of no matter what you're doing? Yeah, you know, that's that's a challenge with, I think, almost any job. Um and I'll revert back to an example I had when I was a young man. I, I did student government when I was in high school. And the advisor that I had is, was a mentor to me, kind of a, a hero, so to speak. Um, he was the government teacher, but he, he had been a mayor mm-hmm. in one of the communities where I went to school. And uh, I was student government, so I can't say that the issues were that controversial. But as an 18-year-old, I sure thought we were working on something hard. And this advisor took the time, sat down with me, and he, and he shared some advice that he learned as a mayor. And the long story short is um, the best answer or source of advice that maybe you can seek is Shakespeare. Mm. And it's to thine own self be true. Because if you're not true to yourself, if you cannot look yourself in the mirror with integrity every night, every day, then you're doing something wrong. Um, when it comes to local government, you do your very, very best to represent the will of the people. Sometimes that's a vocal majority. Sometimes it's a vocal minority. Sometimes it's equity and service. And um, you have to use your best judgment and your skill to represent the people. Yeah. And uh, you have to have some thick skin because uh, even when you think you've made the best decision, you've potentially upset somebody else Mm -hmm. and uh, so long as you can do that with clear eyes look yourself in the mirror and say well I acted with integrity I have tried to represent the best interests of everybody involved and be fair 
then I think you can live with that. Yeah, that's a great quote. Again, uh, Riverton City Administrator Kyle Butterfield is our guest here on Today in the 10 and on the County 10 podcast. Uh, changing things up a little bit, we just uh, hopefully got done with what was a really harsh winter, a record-breaking winter in Fremont County and uh, Riverton. Uh, saw some city crews out fixing potholes real quick. Uh, how, how do we escape kind of from that harsh winter? Is there anything else to be concerned with here this spring? Well, winter was tough, and spring's going to be tough as well. Yeah, You've already mentioned one item, and that's the potholes. Extreme temperatures and extreme amounts of moisture lead to expansion and contraction, and, boy, it wreaks havoc on the, on the roadways. Um, we do worry about flooding. We do worry about runoff. Um, so those are things that our public works crews are, are paying close attention to. And, um, you know, you talked about some of the challenges that – uh, we have in our industry in the public sector, and that is the desire to serve and improve our community always outpaces the resources we have to do so. Mm. Whether those are funds generated by the people, whether it's the ability to have enough employees to do the job that's before us. And, you know, right now, as we're chasing a really bad season of potholes, <laughs> we're trying to ensure that the employees that we do have. The resources that we do have, we're putting them to good use and hopefully not rattling people's teeth as they're driving down every road. <laughs> and, and uh, you know, we do our very best to understand the conditions of our community. But that doesn't mean we see everything all the time. And so having an engaged community is valuable. I, I get calls from folks and they'll say, gosh, I'm really sorry. I hope I'm not sounding like a complainer. And... Uh, my response is always, no, we appreciate you calling. Sometimes we we may not know that there's an issue on a certain street because we just hadn't been there yet. Sure. So it's it's never a bad thing to call City Hall and let us know what's going on and tell us your perspective of what you're seeing. Now, I encourage folks to not be mean about it, <laughs> you know. Yes, yes. But we could, I think you can usually communicate on almost any issue, Um and still find a way to work through it. Um, so that's that's what we're facing this this spring right now. The other fun thing, though, is construction's going on. We work really hard in the winter off season to design and prepare projects, so that when spring and summer hits, um, we get into full improvement mode. Yeah, and we've got a couple projects coming up, and hopefully our community sees that as. A valuable thing even when construction is a little bit annoying and an inconvenience but usually the end product is is beneficial and worth it definitely uh what are you most looking forward to about summer events in fremont county we've got so many not only in riverton but all across uh, our neighboring communities as well as there one or two things that stand out that you're looking forward to oh we love the balloon rally yeah yeah um the torches they use for those balloons scares the dickens out of my kids <laughs> <laughs> so you know when we do the cruise in and, and we're walking main street and they light it up um they really like it until that loud noise uh -huh. happens and so uh, we love that part of the summer um balloon rally is something very unique and and i think special to the character of riverton and i'm thankful for the people that volunteer their time to make that balloon rally happen the cruise in happen we've got the um, mountain man rendezvous there's a lot of things that go on in our community and um 
we shouldn't take that for granted. We should celebrate it and enjoy it. Definitely. Uh, I know this is a pretty broad question, and there's probably a lot of different directions you could take it, but uh, what are kind of your hopes for the near future of Riverton? Uh, every community has pros and cons, but uh, as far as improvements, where would you like to see Riverton head in the next few years? Oh, man. You know, maybe I'll an answer that in twofold, because... I think we have an obligation internally to improve as an organization, and then we also need to look at our community on the uh, external side of things. So internally, the priorities that I have, and I hope that I'm instilling in, in my team members, is we're financially and fiscally responsible. We have to start there. Everything we do is with public money. And so um, there's a responsibility to being fiscally sound, to being conservative, and so... Uh, that's that's the first thing we need to do. The second is provide good customer service. We do represent the people. And like you said, even when the decisions we make may polarize one community over another, we still have to provide the good customer service as we work through that process. And the third is I really want our employees to become good at what they do, mm -hmm. become engaged, be trained. Uh, none of us are perfect. All of us have areas to improve that's me included at the start of that list. But if, if I can set a tone within the city of Riverton where our employees feel that within their job, within their responsibility, they're always seeking ways to improve, get training, I don't know, do something more efficiently than what they did last year, then the job becomes more engaging and the service we're providing the community is better. Those three things are things that uh, I believe we can do within our organization to benefit our community. Sure. Not all of us want to run for a, a public job or be in that position, but uh, for the rest of us, kind of, how can we make Riverton a better place? Is it getting more active in council meetings? Is it volunteering? Where would you recommend that uh, everybody tries to pitch in and help out a little bit? That's exactly it. Get involved in your community. We all live here. We all enjoy being in Riverton. I mean, there's, there's a reason we picked Central Wyoming is our place to live and work. Um, it's a great place. Mm -hmm. So get involved. Find ways to improve the community. And as I look outward at things that I hope can happen over the next few years, uh, we need to see some economic development and growth. We need to support our businesses. Thriving communities have jobs. Mm -hmm. Thriving communities bring money into the community, um, into the pockets of many people. So Thank goodness we have that half-cent economic development tax. Yeah. That's something that the people started and supported. So we need to keep that moving forward. We need to spend those dollars in a way that's responsible, but also creates jobs, brings money in, because that rising tide, to use a cliche, raises the ships. Mm -hmm. uh, so getting involved, supporting the businesses we have here locally is so valuable. Um, the other thing is get engaged in, in communities or start, excuse me, the other thing is getting engaged with uh, committees. Mm -hmm. There are several committees that the city sponsors. There are other committees that are just organic to the community. And um, that ranges from what the Chamber of Commerce does to what the recreation groups do. So get involved and then communicate with us. Um, even though we have restricted resources at the local government, that doesn't mean that we can't find ways to partner and share responsibilities. Uh, everybody wants Riverton to be a vibrant town. Mm -hmm. Everybody wants it to be a nice place for us to live and work and raise our kids. So uh, th there are some fun things on the um, 
horizon. This last legislative session, we had a um, Senator Salazar work pretty hard on trying to bring a hockey facility or recreation facility to our community. Unfortunately, that didn't work out this last session, but I also know he's committed during the interim period to still exploring that option mm -hmm. and bringing that amenity to our town. Uh, we also have some moving and shaking when it comes to maybe having a state office here. So providing more jobs where you know a lot of the state functions are supported in Cheyenne and Cheyenne's a great place, but it's not the easiest to get to. So to serve the people better, um, the legislature is hoping to bring a, an office to Riverton. Uh, that receives some funds this legislative session. There's going to be a study going on to see which agency, how many jobs, what the location would be. Um, kind of figure out those details, I suppose. Yeah. That's exciting to me because that means we're investing into Riverton. We can make it more vibrant and then keep growing and attracting people. Yeah, I like that. We've seen, it seems like some growth in the business community the last couple of years. Uh, Kafaru, whose name I always mispronounce, but uh, moved in not long ago. We've opened up a couple of new businesses and then uh, I always love the food, of course. So I was bragging up the Fremont local market to somebody who's new in the community the other day. We're opening a, a new restaurant. So that's exciting to see the growth here recently. Oh yeah. Um, it doesn't take long to find things that are happening. And to your question before, it's, it's by people getting engaged. And what I love about Riverton is the majority of people who see a problem don't just complain about the problem. Mm -hmm. They get to work and they find ways to resolve it. Um, that's what's engaging. That's what's energizing. It gets too depressing if all you're focusing on is the negative and sure. you never actually get out and make that difference or solve the problem and i think as a character our community is the latter yeah they want to get out and make things better and and with whatever tools and resources they have they get out and do yeah uh, we spoke with mayor hancock not long ago and basically he summarized it by saying everybody's passionate about something positive so if you've got a thing that you care about or think can be better go put that energy into something positive in the community and uh you'll you'll feel a lot better too by making your community a better place so I encourage everybody to do that uh congratulations by the way you've got some uh, exciting personal news and it sounds like a, a real busy time for you so i'm gonna let you get out of here but uh, congrats on on all the success Oh, thank you so much. I appreciate the time. Absolutely. Kyle Butterfield, Riverton City Administrator. This is Today in the 10 on KOVE.